ladies and gentlemen, to episode number three of the Dumpster Fire podcast. It has been a while. Um, I'm at college now, so this is sounds a little more uh, not as good quality because we're on using Anchor right now instead of being in person. Uh, but here we are. Uh, Bruno, how you doing? Uh, we're doing good up here in the uh, northern state of Missouri. So it's a nice, uh, rainy, cold day. Um, doesn't it all seem like wiffle ball season, but it'll be here before we know it. Yeah, it's a little bit of a difference in uh, temperature down here. It's about 70 and sunny right now. Um, <laughs> a nice little breeze. So uh, I'm down here uh, for spring training, if you will. So uh, getting getting some work in. But uh, how's uh, are you back in college yet? Um, no, I start, uh, what is it, Monday the, ni- or not Monday, Tuesday the 19th, so we got a few more days of the break, um, we're taking this time to focus on our knuckleball and curveball, but it's not going too well right now, as far as I go. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we started Monday, so we're, we're already off to an early start, but I think my last day is like May 1st or something like that, so, um, yeah, so we get off a little earlier than most, but uh, we're here uh, we're here for episode number three. Uh, didn't really plan out too many topics, so we're uh, just kind of winging this one. Um, but also, I'm hoping to have – usually we have a guest on every episode, but uh, probably not this episode because uh, this is the first time I'm using Anchor, so I don't want to mess with anything. But uh, next episode, I have a guest uh, in mind, so uh, we're going to go with that. But uh, we can start off with uh, talking about the state of the league right now. Right now it's uh, January, what, 14th? I believe so. If uh, my calendar is indeed correct, it is January the 14th, 2021. January 14th is when we're recording this. So uh, right now, spring training is approximately uh, about a little less than two months away. So we're we're honestly we're getting there. Uh, The draft is about a month and about about 40 some days away. So we're honestly getting pretty close to knowing who's going to be on what rosters. And that way we'll be able to give our predictions and such, but um, that's uh, what we got going on right now. The Bobcats, um, we're hoping to get uh, Frank on the podcast to talk about his new team uh, soon. Um, I'm going to be posting the new jerseys for each team coming soon. Uh, just trying to figure out some sponsorship stuff first, but uh, that'll be yes, cool. Baja Blast might be having some new, getting some new threads this year. Uh, oh, yeah, so it's going to be uh, pretty cool. So, um, yeah, that's uh, what we got going on right now. Um, teams yeah, are... I'm looking forward to our uh, spring training this year. I, I always, I don't know why, but for the fa- past couple of years, it's always it's been real fun, real laid back. Uh, I don't know. I, I've always enjoyed it for whatever reason. It's a good, it's a good way to get back into the wiffle ball, wiffle ball mode, if you will. Exactly. I feel like this year it's going to be a lot more intense for spring training because of three strikes. Uh, it'll be a lot more walk, but we'll see if people uh, hone in their craft before spring training. But with three strikes this year, uh, it's going to be definitely interesting. We'll see how I'm especially excited to see how John does because we know that he's just like, kind of throws all his nasty pitches every pitch, and sometimes that leads to walks. So we'll see if he can uh, just find one consistent pitch and get him ahead in counts and uh, hopefully uh, get some strikeouts there. But uh, we're going to go into a segment. Uh, Bruno, uh, give us your way-too-early predictions or your odds, if you will, for the uh, 2021 campaign. All right, so I know a couple people in Vegas, and uh, we made some um, 
betting odds, if you will, for each team's probability of winning the World Series right now. This is not. This is just counting the players that who are projecting to be on their rosters or who aren't. So these lines will definitely move. But this is way too early odds to get to the World Series. So at the top of the list, we have the committee at three to one odds of winning the World Series. And that's just mainly because they have the first overall pick and they already have their core in place. So um, that, that would make the most sense. And then we have the Bajas at four to one, which kind of surprised me at first. But um, I want to hear your thoughts on that four to one odds for the Bajas. I wasn't so sure about that. Yeah. So uh, what I'm thinking about that, I think it's because they got their core back. They did look really good in the postseason last year. Uh, they still have a good pick. Uh, so I'm guessing right now, if I had to pick, if I had to predict who they're going to get, they're probably going to get John gets back. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But I mean, they they were honestly just like they had a couple bad games in the end, but they were so close to getting to that World Series. Uh, they're going to have Charlie and Jack back, who they'll have another year of chemistry together. Uh, John hasn't had the same player on his team, I don't think ever. So. Uh, this will be the first time they'll have back-to-back seasons with the same co-captain. So I think that'll play a big part. They'll have Will back, hopefully. Um, so that I think that's a really good team, a real, real contender in this league. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the uh, chemistry aspect. I think that's really one of the most underrated parts of this league that people don't necessarily see. You have to see beyond talent sometimes. Um all right, moving on, we have the Beach Boys at 5-1, to one, and you may be wondering why so low after such a dominant year last year. Well, we don't know who exactly their main captains are going to be. It's a bit of a revolving door right now. So they're listed at 5-1. to one. Right now, Paul Newell seems, appears to be the um, mainstay on that team right now. We're not sure who else, where they'll fall, and they have the last overall pick. So they fell a couple of spots despite winning the World Series. That's mainly because of the uh, not we're not sure where the talent's going to come from on that roster. Then uh, rounding up, we have RGCV at eight to one. And then again, very similar situation. We just don't know who their assistant captain's going to be yet. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you think the line could jump up to the RGCV? If, if, if they got David on their team, you think those, those odds of them winning with skyrocket, excuse me, skyrocket. Oh yeah. I could definitely see them honestly going up to two to one odds if David's on their team. Cause he's, they, that's two of the best offensive players in the league on the same team. I mean, you can throw Paul yeah. in there too, but uh, you could, you could honestly make an argument that those are the two best hitters in the league. And Zach, we've seen him be dominant at times last uh, pitching wise uh, last year. I mean, he struggled a little bit uh, with walks, but that's because he didn't really get the consistent starts as they moved it to Isaac. And then Isaac was just tearing it up. I think it, I think if they needed Zach to pitch, he would have he would have turned it around. But I mean, Isaac was pitching so well, they didn't really have to. So um, I think if they get David, I could honestly see if if they got David right now, I would predict them to the World Series. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. I I expect that line to to move greatly once the draft comes, once we know who their uh, assistant captain's going to be, and then. We have at 12 to 1 odds, we have the Oreos. Um, bit of a rough season last year. They traded out from the number one pick, which was an interesting move. So, as you can imagine, their odds fell a little bit. I think this line could maybe change a little bit depending on who they draft in the first round. But right now, they're sticking at 12 to 1. Not sure quite where that, if that line will move or you know, which way. 
And then we have the Bobcats uh, rounding up at 20 to one. That's just mainly because it's a brand new team, two captains that have never played before. We have no idea what they're going to be. So that's more of just, you know, that's the biggest wild card in this whole situation here. So that's, uh, that's your odds. Yeah. And the 20 to one odds. I mean, I would, I would, if I, if you uh, have a lot of pocket change, I, I, I might bet on that a little bit, maybe about $10 on it or something like that, because that would, uh, that could, that could uh, give you a big turnout. Uh, the Bobcats, I, I know the two team captains are, um, they're good at wiffle ball. I know that. So we're, we'll see uh, how they do. Um, Again, it'll probably come down to how we see him in spring training and such. So, um, yeah, those I think I like those odds. I, I like the committee's odds. Um, I think that they have the experience. Uh, they have the number one pick, which they've never even had better than the last pick before. So we'll see how they uh, do with that. But last year their offense was um, worse than the league, so they definitely need uh, another bat in that lineup. So if they can get that, uh, I think that the committee uh, could uh, be back on top. So. We'll see uh, how that goes, but I, I like those. I like those odds. Yeah, and I'm interested to see. You know, because after spring training and the the day before opening day, we're gonna do this again. See what the we're gonna redo the odds and see uh, what everyone's is. So I'm kind of interested to see how much these could change from now, January 14th, until the day before opening day. I'm that'll be. I'm a, I'm really interested to see uh, where they'll end up at. Yeah, absolutely. After the draft, even I feel like these odds are gonna change quite a bit. Uh, once we yeah. once we know who's on what teams, the Beach Boys and RGCV could move up, um, oh, depending yeah. on who they get. And uh, there's rumors that you know, I if David does play and does go in the RGCV, um, it's still it's still way up in the air, and we don't even know if David's going to play or not. But um, Isaac might move to the Beach Boys, and Paul and Isaac on the same team. It's honestly j- World Series contenders right there still. So um, yeah, that would move the lineup significantly absolutely so i mean the 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 league's gonna be very well-rounded this year uh the oreos are gonna have closer picks this year is what they wanted um they want james back because he had a great year um so we'll see who they can get with that second their second pick um hopefully it can turn that franchise around uh they're really excited as well all right so um do you want to uh run to another segment here or want me to take it away with our next one uh yeah take it away with our next one all right, so now we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to be comparing NWA stars to MLB stars, and uh, this is a good chance for us to get a little creative here. So I have some in mind. Uh, I'll give you a chance to think about this while I get started off here. So the first one, and I think obviously the easiest one, is Zach Gunn. And the MLB player he most reminds me of is easily Mike Trout um, for, for all the reasons, simply because he is the MVP um, he's a phenomenal player. I anchors that team. He's the captain of the team. I mean, I don't know, just you see some, and especially in the swing too. I mean, if you look at both of them, you know, and, and the same film, the, 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 oh gosh, I can't speak right now. I'm sorry. Uh, the swing looks almost the exact same. So I think those two compare pretty well. Yeah, that that's definitely spot on. I honestly, I was just trying to think of another player that he could be and, Honestly, I can't really think of one, so that's uh, that's re- that's really good. Honestly, um, so I'll go with one now. I I this I don't know why this popped in my head, but I'm going with David Noel, Ichiro Suzuki. He puts yes, the, he puts the bat on the ball, um, 
and he and he makes things happen. That's what Ichiro always did. A low strikeout percentage. David doesn't strike out much. Um, Ichiro even had some power in that bat. So and David David definitely has that. So I don't know why, but I was trying to think of one when Ichiro just popped in my head. So I'll I'll go with that for David. That's actually pretty classic. I like that one. My next one is um, John Satrowski and uh, Garrett Cole. Um, now, obviously, we know John Satrowski doesn't use pine tar, <laughs> but it, they do look very similar, especially in their delivery and their pitching style is, is so dominant. Um, there's just a lot of uh, parallels there between the two players. So I think – I don't know. I've always thought that um, – I think – just from what you, can, what you can see from the media, Garrett Cole has a very similar personality to John Strauss anyway. So I just saw a lot of similarities there. I don't know if any of them are really accurate, but that's what I uh, think of. That's the MLB player I think of when I see uh, John pitch. Okay. Uh, I like that. I like that. Um, all right. I'll go, I'll go with another one here. I, all right. I know. All right. I'm going to go with Michael Dobb and Aroldis Chapman. <laughs> when, when Michael gets in a groove, he doesn't know how fast he's throwing at some point. He'll just chuck him. He's 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 topping one hundred miles an hour, folks. This guy this guy's <laughs> pumping in there. So I'm gonna go with Michael Dobb and roll this Chapman. Okay, I think that's the best one right there. <laughs> that's that's gotta be in that is spot on. <laughs> oh, oh man. Um well, I'm trying I can't remember the guy's name for the life of me, but I know a couple way back in like the eighties there was this guy who was going back to field a, a fly ball and the ball went off of his head and over the wall for a home run. And that guy easily compares to the one and only Dominic Satrowski who had a very similar play uh, last season, very infamously against the RGCB. It was even so, worse than that. I mean it was it was a pop out of the shortstop. He hit it like six times and then he flung it over the fence. I don't even know how. <laughs> I wish that was recorded because I honestly would love to see that replay. And I don't even know how he did that, but I have, I've had that thing playing in my mind uh, as being the pitcher at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was tough. I think we ended up losing by one run. So that's a uh, that that's what makes Wolf of Ball, though, man. That was oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, I just had I was think. Oh, okay, I know one. All right, we're gonna go with Zach Cleaver, Derek Dietrich. He he likes the, he likes the bat flip. He likes to show off his home runs. Um, a little bit of a um, what's the word? Uh, hot shot, if you will. Uh, he likes he definitely likes to flaunt his home runs. Let the pitcher know that you shouldn't have let you shouldn't have hung one right down the middle. That's so I'm gonna go back here and Derek Dietrich. I, I love it. I think there's a lot of comparables there, especially because they can only hit bad pitches too. So <laughs> okay. <sure. laughs> Hey, I like that. That's that's great, actually. Um, all right, I'm trying to think of one last one uh, before segment ends. I know I'm probably forgetting a star in the league, and okay, I apologize. I um, John right, Dobb, Billy Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Absolute speed. If he puts the ball in play, he's going to make it to first. I mean, there's no way – you're going to get him out. And that's kind of an advantage he has. All he's really got to do is put him in play. It doesn't really matter where. If it's on the ground, he's probably going to get a single. So um, that's what I'm going to go with. I don't know if you have any more. but No, I, I agree with that 100%. That's actually that's actually a lot of similarities there. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Charlie Shark. Um, now, this is a bit of a throwback, but his swing is, like, identical to Prince Fielder. An absolute 
uppercut, just all in every pitch. I love it. I mean, both home run hitters, they and he can make the ball fly. There was a game last year, uh, at, I believe it was at the uh, Hunty's house out in, in Wentzville, and he hit a home run there that went like two times the length of the field. It was a moonshot. And just that same swing, the, the same style. I mean, I just see Prince Fielder and – in his heydays with the Brewers there. I mean, so many similarities there. Yeah, that that's definitely spot on. Go yard or go home. That's Charlie's mindset. And uh, definitely goes yard a lot. And he definitely uh, strikes out a lot. So, those type of players. All right. That'll wrap up uh, that segment. Not sure if you have any more you want to include. Um, I can't really think of it. It's, it's definitely a last-minute podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Wanted to get this out here. I don't have any classes today. I just was doing homework like, hey, you want to record? Uh, so we're in it. But I'm trying to think of what's coming up. Uh, there will be a merch drop on the uh, on the draft, uh, after the draft, I think, after the draft video. Uh, we're going to have the new 2021 T-shirt with all the logos on it. I'm very excited about the design uh, right now. I'm working on it. So uh, that will be, that'll be pretty fun. Um, I haven't seen that yet. I'm actually kind of excited. I know that new shirt was coming out, so I can't wait to see that. Yeah, so yeah, every year I try to get one shirt out at the beginning of the year with all the logos on it, then one in the middle of the year, just like a generic one. So, uh, And also, I think we're going to be switching um, to Teespring instead of Bonfire. I like Bonfire, but there was a little, there was like a couple mistakes that was kind of annoyed me, just shipping-wise, but also it's COVID's messing things up, so I don't really know if I can blame them, but um, we'll see We'll see what we do, but I'm really excited about this new shirt design, um, so I'll be coming out with me on the cheap, uh, so hopefully uh, you guys will uh, like those, so um, yeah, the draft video and spring training video will be out uh, like a week or two, like a week or two after the actual events, because I was thinking about it today. I'm flying back from Florida for spring break and I can't really bring my computer. So I can't really edit anything until I get back to Florida. So, um, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, have to, uh, it'll be like a week or so late on the videos, but, um, we'll set up your studio down South, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I gotta, I gotta edit in Florida. So it's gonna, it's gonna take a little bit, but those will be out. I'm really excited about those. I've been uh, planning out what we're going to do with that. So, um, really excited but uh bruno you got anything else um no not really other than a, a shout out to the st louis blues who started out their season last night with a 4-1 victory um we're gonna win the stanley cup again this year so um i'm signing off for this podcast <laughs> it was a good one thanks for having me on yeah absolutely it was a good pod a short pod uh next next time we'll have uh, a little a more, some maybe a couple of guests maybe one guest oh it'll, it'll be a little bit of a longer pod just kind of last minute but um, yeah, it's a good pod. Uh, we'll, uh, see you guys in a couple weeks.